The following episode was originally uploaded to YouTube. For more on role-playing games, board game playthroughs, and video games, please see Black Belt Gaming on YouTube. Hey everybody, welcome back to my Advanced Dungeons & Dragons 1st Edition vlog. Last time we went through the different methods of rolling ability scores. And remember, these are not found in the Player's Handbook. All of these methods are found instead in the Dungeon Master's Guide, which is uh, quite different. There's no point-by system we need to roll everything and uh, we came up with some decent scores I think it was method 2 we may have come up with the best scores but what would be next in creating a character probably what we would need to do next is take a look at some of the the uh, races that we can play you just you, you gotta love the art in first edition Advanced Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, what we see here is a picture of, of some of the uh, major character races. Standing there in the back holding the great sword we have the human. And over here this odd looking one in the background. I believe he was removed from second edition and maybe made a return in third edition you know, just off the top of my head, I can't remember if he's in there in 4th edition or not. This is the Half-Orc. Half-Orc. Uh, here we have the, I believe it's a Half-Elf, an Elf, a Dwarf. And not drawn in this picture anywhere that I can see. There are a couple of other races that you can play. And that would be Gnomes and Halflings. I believe due to some other copyright issues they couldn't use the word hobbit but basically that's what a halfling is well character races uh, what's the big deal what's why wouldn't you just play a human well of course this allows you to kind of get into character and enjoy a story um, you can play different races. They're going to have different uh, values and attitudes toward things. But also the races or the race that you choose to play will have a, a big impact on what class you can play, you know, what job or profession you are. And, you know, there are things that dwarves can do and there's things dwarves can't do. So first edition AD&D was restrictive. Also, choosing your race, uh, advanced Dungeons and Dragons. It, it kind of takes you from the basic game into this advanced version. And in the basic game, humans were the ones who had classes, but races were kind of combined race and class together. So dwarves were fighters, basically. But Advanced Dungeons and Dragons, first edition here, tried to separate those two so that you could choose your race and then you could choose your class. And that was a, a, a big step. So, dwarves. Um, 
what are they all about? Well, one thing you see here is the races are going to have some sort of impact on your those uh, ability scores that you rolled before. A dwarf's constitution is going to be higher and his charisma lower. And then we see the elf, the half-orc, and the halfling. Uh, oddly enough, I don't see the gnome listed there. Maybe there's an explanation for that. But uh, there are the basic adjustments. We see here that being a dwarf, um, it's going to give you what your minimum and maximum values should be. And what we've got over here on the left is the ability score name, like strength. And then over here we see dwarven. And the M and the F, that's for male and female. So, got kind of an issue here where males are allowed to have an 18 strength, but females can only have up to a 17. Uh, we move down the line, intelligence, uh, minimum 3, maximum 18. You notice the minimum there for strength for dwarves was 8. So they, they were always close to average strength. They weren't really a weak, physically weak race. Wisdom, they got the full range there. Dexterity, they were maybe not the most nimble. I mean, they could be quite fast at 17, but not not the peak level of 18. But constitution is another deal. Um, they're going to have a minimum constitution of 12, which is the high average. They are a hardy little race, a uh, tough little race, and uh, their maximum constitution is 19. Charisma, well, they can go as low as you can go at 3, but they can't have a charisma over 16. So when you're choosing your race, you look over your ability scores, make the adjustments, and it has to fall within these ranges. Well, a dwarf could be... Well, you find out here in this list what kind of class, and I'm going to be going over the classes. Actually, if you really go just by the book, uh, the core set, Player's Handbook, Dungeon Master's Guide, Monster Manual, Dwarves couldn't be clerics. That uh, set of parentheses there uh, means that it is for an MPC class only. So there are dwarven clerics, you just weren't allowed to play one. Now that was later changed with the Unearthed Arcana that came out. But back here, if you went by the book, um, there were no Dwarven clerics, and the maximum level that a Dwarven cleric could be is level 8. So what we have here are level limits. A Dwarf couldn't be a Druid. Uh, a Dwarf could be a fighter, but up to a maximum level of 9. And if his strength were a bit lower, um, it might actually be lower than 9. You might only be able to reach about 7th level. That's what that little uh, footnote there is beside the level 9. No paladin dwarves, no ranger dwarves, no <clears throat> magic user or illusionist dwarves. <clears throat> Thief. Well, uh, the U there, that's unlimited. You could 
progress as high as you can as a dwarven thief. And an assassin, you capped at level 9. So the dwarves, um, non-magical in nature, and they get some saving throw bonuses against magic of different kinds. And let's see, they have the ability to speak uh, different languages such as Dwarven, Gnome, Goblin, Kobold, Orcish, and uh, they could also speak the common tongue of all humankind. They also have a special ability to see in the infrared spectrum. So they can see up to a range of 60 uh, in the dark, noting very varying degrees of heat radiation. So some people have talked about what that might look like. Uh, maybe it's similar to the predator vision that you might have seen in the movies there. And uh, they have some special talents. Uh, they're, they're natural miners. Uh, you, know, you can see that from the artwork here right in this book. They're mining for probably uh, precious uh, minerals and, and such. But they've got some abilities there that will allow them to detect. Let me see if I can get that chart for you. They can uh, detect if there is a slope or some sort of new construction or if something is sliding or shifting. Even uh, detect some traps. So that's pretty neat. Even if he's not a thief due to his... Uh, uh, just sort of natural instincts underground he might be able to spot it and then uh, they can kind of guess like some people are good at guessing which direction is what they can uh, determine the approximate depth underground there's just a little bit more on the dwarf and it kind of talks about what their racial preferences are I guess it's like a racism table <laughs> Uh, first edition AD&D had tables for all kinds of things. Um, dwarves prefer other dwarves. Um, they don't get along so well with the elves. Uh, however, I don't see in this book any explanation as to why. Um, with gnomes, they've got goodwill. With half-elves, they're somewhat uh, neutral. They can hang out with them or not. With halflings, they also have some goodwill towards the halflings. Um, however, there are different kinds of halflings, so some they like a little bit more than others. Half-orcs, we got a problem. Where they might not like elves very much, uh, they actually have a hatred for half-orcs. So you put a dwarf and a half-orc in the party together, they are going to have to get to know each other before they kill each other. One of those two things is going to happen. Humans, um, well, they're basically neutral towards the human race. So there you have it. Our look at the dwarves. We'll start taking a look at some of the other races very soon. And just in closing, kind of a question for all of you. Did you know that in the core rules back here in 1st edition AD&D that dwarves couldn't be clerics as players, you know, player characters, but they were for 
You'll see it here. Uh, within the parentheses indicates this class exists only as non-player characters. So non-character uh, clerics are okay, but player character dwarven clerics not allowed. Very interesting. Just wondered if anybody else knew that or remembered that from the old days. I certainly didn't. Alright, we'll move on to maybe elves next.